this rape and drug scandal ain't a whole lot of fun. I had 99 victims and I fucked every one. I was out of control, I fingered models' assholes. Had a big smile when I took off their clothes. Put lewds in their vodka and they took a dose. Found a vagina through the pantyhose. But my wife never filed for a freaking divorce between the rape and drugs and intercourse. People don't know how fake I am. My old gnarly fingers smell like vagina ham. There's a whole lot of lawyers to protect this scum. I had 99 victims and I fucked everyone. Hit me. 99 victims and I fucked everyone. I knocked them out with some quaaludes, son. I had 99 victims and I'm such a fucking scum. Hit me. Cab. Hello, I'm Bob. I want a cab. So, uh, uh, I'll line in. So What's I want, that? I want a cab. From where? Turbot Island. Where? Turbot Island. I don't know what you're saying. I'm in Hicksville. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I want it. Hicksville. Where in Hicksville? Tears. Tears. What? In Tears. I don't understand a word you're saying, guy. Tonkakama. You're in Tonkakama? No, I want to go to Tonkakama. All right, and for the 15th time, where are you right now? Tears. Okay, I'm, I'm Bob. Uh, I want a cab. Where are you? Okay, I want to go to Tonkakama. You want to go to Tonkakama? Yes, yes. And yes. where are you located? Totemo Turnpike, at the Tarna. Okay. Yeah, but I don't understand where you are, and I don't understand where you want to go, and I don't understand what you're talking about. That's Dyson. Yeah, okay. Have a nice day. Ah. Okay. I, I'm Tonk. And I want drunk? Yes, you're, I am. Where are you, though? Okay. Where are you? Admiral Tartbrake. No Admiral good, my friend. Tartbrake. You know what you do? I'm going to tell you what to do. Okay. Have all your friends call me so I can find out where you are. Thank you. Okay, good morning. Yes, my son just called to try to get a cab mm -hmm. because he's drunk on his ass. And uh, no one's come. Who's this? I'm Bob's mom. You're Bob's mom. Well, where does Bob live? Why is that such a hard problem? What is going on here? He's on the street. What do you want me to do? Bob wants to go to Ronkonkoma. Does Bob have money? I don't have money, but, I, but I'll suck your cock. You won't have money till 6 o'clock? <laughs> no, I, I won't have money, and, but I'll suck your cock. That's all right. I'd rather stick it into a meat grinder. From the makers of The Masked Singer comes the newest reality sensation, The Masked Farter. You are not going to believe who's busting ass inside these elaborate costumes. I mean, this might be a little bit on the money, but uh, could it be Hugh Jackman? And you don't want to miss the reveals. Celebrity chef Paula Dean. I don't think anybody will know if I just sneak one real quick like. So warm and so moist. Actor Tom Cruise. I don't want to let go. I don't want to do it. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And icon Oprah Winfrey. This is what I was called to do. It is my love letter to you. That is it. The Masked Farter. Farting soon. Man, it smells like shit in here. Hey, hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now, everybody. Hey now. Hey now. 
now. Hey now. Hey now is the greatest, right? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Everybody loves hey now. Hey now. Hey now. If you don't love hey now, there's something wrong hey with now. you. Hey now. Hey now. Wasn't that a, a Larry King hey quote? Hey now. Hey now. Well, hey now. If you don't love it, if you don't love hey now, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Did he say that? No. Okay. We're two minutes into the show. Well, goodbye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a lot of things to talk about. I just got to get revved up. They didn't rev you up in the morning meeting? No. I mean, yeah, we we already discussed everything. So now basically (laughs) what I'm going to do is rediscuss everything with you. See, that's how it works. I see. I didn't get enough sleep last night. I was trying to stay up and watch the Emmys, but... I gave in. Me too. It was really boring and dull. And I was happy to see that Patricia Arquette won an award for her excellent portrayal of that psychopath. In the act. The act. Did you ever watch that, ladies and gentlemen? So good. But Joey King got robbed. The woman, the young girl who plays her daughter. She didn't get one? No. What was the daughter's name in the show? Oh. Honey Bell or Lula Bell or what the fuck was her name? <laughs> I don't remember. Some hillbilly shit. Oh, oh, Gypsy Lee. Gypsy Rose. That's what mm. it was. Gypsy Rose. Was that it? Oh, Gypsy Rose. You know, I'm your mama and I got your back. None of these other people like us. Scariest horror mother ever on film. Patricia Arquette. Some people, I was reading the paper, they said, oh, Patricia Arquette got political, that sucks, blah, blah, blah. She talked about her dead sister and how much she well, wants... Well, they um, call that political. It wasn't political. It was sweet. It was sweet, honey child. Everybody's so fucking judgmental. It was so sweet, you know? She got up and said, you know, I miss my sister. She was trans, and everybody hire trans people. They're people, too. Well, that's a nice message. Why is that political? Because you're telling people what to do. I don't know. The guy in the New York Post said it was political. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, conservative paper. Mm-hmm. Don't tell us to hire transsexuals. Oh, honey child. <laughs> she was so good. She could do no wrong. She's a really good actress. Here, I'll play her speech. I'll start with the Emmys. That's a good place to start. People like a recap. I'll give you a recap. You want a recap, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your recap. So she got up and said this. I'm grateful to be working. I'm grateful at 50 to be getting the best parts of my life. Um, yeah. And, and that's great. But in my heart, I'm so sad. I lost my sister Alexis. And that trans people are still being persecuted. And I'm in mourning every day of my life, Alexis, and I will be the rest of my life. See? For you. That's nice. Until it's we sister. change the world so that trans people are not persecuted and give them jobs. They're human beings. Let's give them jobs. Let's get rid of this bias that we have everywhere. Thank you. Yeah, That's I, what makes it political, telling people how to think. Oh, I see. Well, if I what ever get an do? award for something, I'm going to th- uh, support trans people in my speech because I see you get the most applause. Well, uh, Michelle Williams got a lot of applause for. She's got to calm down. Supporting, you know, telling people what to do about women. <laughs> yeah, and then she starts quoting facts about black women. I hate when white people get up and start, like, 
worrying about black people causes and because I, you know, I grew up in a neighborhood where there were so many white liberals and in the middle of the night they moved out when black people moved in. So I am particularly sensitive to that. My whole life, I heard a lot of white people going, you know, we must live with our brothers and sisters. We're all the same under our skin. And then the next morning, I go, we're knocking on their door. They moved out in the middle of the night. So did no, they really say that? Unbelievable, Robin, what but I saw. But did they really say yes, that? Yes, yes. You heard them. There then was you a woman. found them gone. I will not. <laughs> I swear to you, there was a woman. I'm not going to mention her name. She had two sons. I was friendly with the sons. She was a substitute teacher. She substituted in my class. White woman. And she'd come in. And she was the most flowery. And I always thought she was a lovely woman. I go, wow, what a peacenik. You know, she's so cool. Class today, I want to talk about race and I want to talk about black people and white people have to live together and we must honor one another. And our brother moved out in the middle of the fucking night. No <laughs> bullshit. Like that, like, so people would, because of black people, because black people moved in. Well, maybe she didn't want to go. Maybe her husband did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And I remember my mother got a hold of me. She loved it. I'm like, I've got to do this impression without naming the woman because it gets me going. Look at this. You know, my mother started, look at this. These phony, baloney, whiteies. In the middle of the night. And she's the hippie, Miss Love and Peace. I go, that's right, Mom. She was my substitute teacher. Moving out in the middle of the night. They're all afraid of black skin. But uh, during the day, they're talking about loving their brothers and sisters. That's right. I paid $14,000 for this house. <laughs> That's right. Your father isn't running from black skin. I'm not running from black skin. And you are my representative on earth. And you're not running from black skin. <clears throat> no, I I, I want to run for. Well, no, you, we quite, say, <clears throat> you wanted to run. Oh God, did I? I'm like, this is all great, but I don't have any friends left. While you're on your crusade, you couldn't make friends with the black people. Oh, black people dislike me more than white people do. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few black friends, but they got beaten up for hanging out with me. It was a terrible scene, I, you know, all been documented, but. I just remember, you know, so when Michelle Williams gets up there and she's talking about, you know, I'm finally getting paid equal with a man and and poor black women don't get paid as much as even white women. And Well, she just said every time she asked for a new wig, they listened to her. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was full of herself. I see oh. this as an. Oh. <laughs> she reminds me of this woman who will go unnamed. <laughs> Acknowledgement of what is possible when a woman is trusted to discern her own needs, feels safe enough to voice them, and respected enough that they'll be heard. When I asked for more dance classes, I heard yes, more voiceless. Wow. What a victory. Yes, a different wig, a pair of fake teeth not made out of rubber, yes. <laughs> and all of these things, they require... I think I'm going to have Sirius get me some fake teeth made out of rubber. <laughs> Effort so and you have cost... something to overcome. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to overcome here. These guys are so <laughs> nice to me. More money, but my bosses never presumed to know better than I did about what I needed in order to do my job and honor Gwen Verdon. And so I want to say thank you so much to FX and to Fox 21 Studios for supporting me completely and for paying me equally because they understood... 
No, you know, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but it's fine. I get her point. I'm with her on that. Women should be paid as much as a man for work. They should also be listened to. So you're missing the point. I wonder if you're like in a relationship with Michelle Williams. Does she talk all day like this? I mean, or does she have some fun? Is she always out of breath? Yeah. Is she like, is she always on fire? Because they understood that when you put value into a person, it empowers that person to get in touch with their own inherent Not always. value. And then where do they put that value? They put it into their work. And so the next time a woman, and especially a woman... Wasn't she on Dawson's Creek? Yes. Calm down. ...of color, because she stands to make 52 cents on the dollar compared to her white male counterpart. Beth had to wake me up. Do what she needs in order to do her... She's worried about the black woman. She's worried about the white women. She's worried about all women. So, okay, we get it. ...job, listen to her, believe her, because one day she might stand in front of you and say thank you for allowing her to succeed because of her workplace environment and not in spite of it. And I'd like to add that vaginas rule and penises drool. Thank you. <laughs> She's on fire. Well, it's an important message. I'm not knocking the message. It's just Jesus Christ. And I didn't like that she didn't mention uh, black trans women are being grossly underpaid. <laughs> I really think they don't that, even have jobs. <laughs> that's right. So that's a, a real faux pas. She should have said black trans women, right, Robin? Well, everybody should be included. I don't know why we have to break it up. Mm, right. All women would be fine. But now we have to say, especially black women. <laughs> especially. I heard of a lot, especially in Roosevelt. And then they moved out in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know, white people are so fake. That's why I identify with the black man. Well, everybody's fake. No. Nobody has a... a Monopoly on any emotion. No, black people are very honest. They just beat me up. <laughs> there was were, no bullshitting around. Like you're white. Not we all. Have, there were no other white people here. Martin Luther King was shot. We're going to beat you up. Honest. You know. So let's they go. They could have gone and, and actually dealt with the people who did something to Martin. No, no one in my neighborhood was getting off their ass and no. going. So they did nothing by beating you up. Oh no, they did something to me. <laughs> but I'm just saying they didn't <laughs> fix any problem. Right. Yeah, one thing I love about my mother, she was um, making uh, very, very beautiful statements while I was getting punched in the face. <laughs> Thanks. I went to see my mom this weekend. <laughs> yes, I'm all fired up. <laughs> That's what it does to you? Yeah, I went over early. I had breakfast with them. But um, it was quite the session. I was uh, trying to tell my mom... To eat uh, Metamucil crackers. Oh my goodness! Yeah, my doctor put. I'm, I'm officially old. My my doctor told me to eat Metamucil, which I always saw in commercials for. It was for old people who can't shit. Right. Remember when we were growing up? It was Geritol meant you were old. Yeah. No. no yeah. Now they're supposed to give you extra energy. Metamucil. Yeah. I have I have two Metamucil crackers in the morning, and I'm now I'm a, now I'm a big fan of Metamucil. First of all, it tastes like apple pie. The crackers, which I love, so they're really good. And it's extra fiber. My doctor said, I had my colonoscopy. Did I say, talk about this? Yes. Yeah. He said, um, you need more fiber in your diet. So I want you to eat Metamucil. I went, Metamucil? 
Isn't that for old people? He goes, well, you're old. I go, yeah, I guess so. So I was trying to explain to my mom, and she doesn't like to hear about anything new. Because sometimes my mom says, you know, she has trouble going. Oh. So I go, Mom, you know, um, I see you're eating your breakfast there. She was eating some kind of cereal concoction. Well, that's and supposed to like, give you fiber. Well, that's yeah. What the cereals well, were all about. Well, yeah, but she eats so little. So I go, Mom, I'm, I'm eating Metamucil crackers. She goes, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I figured she heard a Metamucil. She's got to hear about that. She goes, what's that? I said, well... I said, you know, I went for my colonoscopy, and the guy says you should have more fiber. And I got to tell you, you make a much bigger, you know, movement. My father's like, what? Because he doesn't have any problems in that area. Evidently, his movements are fine. Well, he varies his cereals, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah evidently. <laughs> she goes, well, I don't need that. So I was like, well, I'm just trying to tell you about it. It, it might make for a better experience. Well, believe me, those doctors don't know everything. I go, well, I'm just telling you, I tried it, and it actually has really been good for me. And maybe you'd enjoy it. I'm not going to have that. I eat cereal. I'm going to have a hurling today. Your sister's coming and taking us to Bagel Boss. <laughs> yeah. They go to Bagel Boss? Yes, he likes my sister every, you know. Every weekend, make sure to get them outside to get yeah. some air, to air them out. Because they're indoors all the time. I even said to my mom, you know, mom, you ought to go take a walk with dad. It's beautiful out. Listen, I said, even um, even my uh, my friend Pat, who's a trainer, says you should get out and walk. Listen, Pat doesn't know my problems. <laughs> I go, I know, but it's good for you. Oh, yeah. I said, you know, exercise is important. I said... In fact, oh, I should never have said this. I said, in fact, I bought an exercise bike. Oh, yeah, what's that? I said, uh, Peloton. It's a, um, what is so great about that? I said, well, it comes with a video. You get a, vi a video, yeah, like a TV, and they have an instructor, and you get your heart going. Listen, <laughs> what do you need that for? You should walk. And swim. But she's not doing either. I said, Mom, walking is fine, but it's not enough. You got The cardiologist told me I got to get my heart rate up. Listen, these doctors don't know what they're talking about. All of that. Just walk. Now I'm arguing with her. I'm trying to do now. You this know, is some visit. Oh, my God. And she gets into <laughs> my head. Now, all of a sudden, I'm thinking my exercise bike is bad. You know oh what I mean? God. Yeah, because she has that control over me. Oh, you give it. Jesus. I know. I was thinking. I was thinking of you, Robin. I, you know, Robin had the worst parents. And she's somehow. And you hear her. She's classy. And she. I don't know how. I still think there's something fishy with this Robin. Robin, what? don't listen. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> I mean. She had these parents who were complete, you know, out of it, let's call them. And yet, look at her. How did she rise above? How did she become better than her parents? I get sucked in. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. 
Something fishy with Robin's story. No, maybe there's something fishy with you. Maybe. <laughs> what, do you think I was lying about my own I, I feel you were like, um, what was uh, when he went to uh, Beverly Hills? Uh, uh, the, the Fresh the Prince. Fresh Prince. I think you're like Fresh Prince of Beverly Hills. Or oh, Bel Air, whatever the fuck it was. Shit. Oh, yeah, with the cereals, and I, I never should have brought up it. You ride that bike, and then you get them all uh, hitched. And you're a mess. <laughs> They've never even seen you on the bike. And I go, well, I go, okay. I, so then I change the top. Yeah, right. They haven't seen me on the bike. I'm telling her how great the bike is for me. And now I'm doing too much. <laughs> it got into a whole thing. Oh. I don't know how Robin's parents were so bad and she turned out normal. And I'm like the guy from Psycho. <laughs> like I'm running around with a shower curtain. Well, well are you crazy? <laughs> Oh my God. And then I don't know what else we got into and something about it. I said, Oh, so what are you guys doing the rest of the day? We're going with your sister to bagel boss. And, and they're going to get hairy. Oh, oh, I got hung. Oh, sorry. Oh, delicious. Really? That's it. Is that just like a sardine? He loves herring. Oh, I love him. It's a little fish, right? <laughs> I don't know what that poor fish. <laughs> He's just trying to live his life. I don't know what it was. Well, at least they're getting some joy out of that. Yeah, then they asked me what I'm doing for the day. And what did I tell him? I made a mistake. I told them something that I was doing. They didn't like that either. Oh, I said, oh, uh, you know, I keep the conversation light so that it doesn't get into any controversy. So I go, oh, yeah, I got to get back. I'm I'm scheduled for a haircut. Good, you need one. <laughs> I go, what do you oh, mean? My and do I look bad? Your hair, the shape is off. It's not good. Wow. Oh, yeah. I got pummeled on the hair. Wow. Yeah, I know. I felt ugly all the rest of the day. <laughs> I felt like I want to go. I should have worn a hat. <laughs> I got to get out. I don't even know what I'm trying out to get of out what? of. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm talking big picture now. <laughs> Then I, uh, oh, and then I'm trying to again make, because you got to make conversation with them, you know? Well, this is some conversation. So oh, yeah, I know. Cause sounds like a fight. It stimulates them. <laughs> then, my, my, then my dad brought out a book. Oh, yeah? Of, uh, yeah, a book of like where he was stationed uh, in the military. And he was showing me where he shot a gun and where he um, did radio signaling and, and stuff during the war. Where'd he get this book? That's what I'm saying. I go, where is this? The book is 70 years old. Wow. It was taken at camp something or other, you know, wherever they were stationed. And he's showing me his... And I went, this is great. Now that I'm famous, he's sharing something with me. But when I was a kid, why didn't he show <laughs> yeah, me this book? where was book? this book then? And why, why didn't he share something with me? Instead of yelling at me all the time. But this book... And then and then the book's all torn up. I, and my mother goes, you want this book? I go, no, you guys keep the book. They're always acting like they're dying tomorrow. Which, you know, you never know with <laughs> they're them. They're getting rid of stuff. Yeah, they're getting rid and they're dumping it on me. And I go, why don't you guys keep it? Dad seems to like this book. He goes, find my picture. And, uh... and I did, and I saw him in his military wow. uniform. And Yeah. I wanted to say to him, you should have showed me when I cared. <laughs> but uh, I basically told him, when you die, you'll give me the book. Leave it to me. And, I'll, and, I'll, and I said, I'll even get it repaired. It's all torn up in tatters. Yeah, probably yeah. the binding yeah. tested and all that. So then I'm looking for stuff to talk about. And I said, oh, yeah. And I said, um, 
my mother's like, where's Beth? I said, oh, we're getting ready. We, we're going away. And then uh, we're going to Los Angeles. Beth's going to do the kitten bowl. And uh, I said, I got to do some. And then you got to talk real loud for my father, you know. I was like, well, uh, you know, Sirius built new studios. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. He goes, yeah, right. I go, I said, I don't know what's getting in there. You go, go beautiful new studios in los angeles and they you know because my father likes radio talk because my dad was on radio yeah and he and i go and the new studios i'm going to inaugurate (laughs) inaugurate and and when i say inaugurate my throat starts to burn you know what i mean you know i I can't yell that loud i don't yell I, i protect my voice they serious wants me to inaugurate to to introduce the new studios. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my book. <laughs> How'd that do? Oh, it did very well. People enjoyed it. Cool. Yes, you work very hard. But you got a lot of people to support. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, he was trying to ask my dad if I should retire, and he's telling me no. And I go, no. Well, who is he to say no? Yeah, I go. You retired. You were fifty fucking seven. <laughs> I had to retire because the insurance company bought the building. Where I, I go, I know, I know, I know. I don't want to hear that again. I go, but you seem happy uh, not working. <laughs> <laughs> My mother goes, you have a lot of people to support. I go, yeah, well, I'm tired of supporting everyone. Someone should support me. Oh. Oh, then I go, yeah, I'm going to Los Angeles. And then I said, and also, I'm going to promote the book that I wrote on TV. Yeah, she's going to go on some shows, but it's enough already. I said, but they want to... Uh, introduce the idea that the book would be a good Christmas gift. What? (laughs) It would be a good idea to buy for Christmas. That's right. He can't hear you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he had gotten his ear. He has it. Uh, earphones to, uh, adjusted. Yeah, he went to the doc. They blew out some kind of wax out of his ears. and uh, But I don't know. He heard me. He was doing fine. So then I, I she goes, you're going again with that L.A.? I go, Mom, I haven't been there in like three years. Oh, well, it's a lot on you. Well, did you tell her you're doing Ellen? She must have loved that. I don't, you know, yeah, I did. I said, and I'm going to go talk loud so your father can hear. <laughs> I'm going to do the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> that she liked. Yeah. yeah I, believe me, I wish Ellen was their daughter. And, and uh, you know, I would be with Ellen's parents. Yeah, she liked the Ellen DeGeneres show. That she lit up. Right, because they I'm, watched that. Now I'm worthy. Now I'm, you know. You've made it. I made it. Now I'm, now I'm a big shot. And I go, and, and of course, you know, my friend, Jimmy Kimmel, who, <laughs> my, uh, another show, yeah. 
And I said, and the Bill Maher show. They didn't know what the fuck that was. Well, I was going to say, they probably don't know. What is that show? (laughs) 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 He's on HBO. Hi, what's that? No, you don't watch Bill Maher. You watch HBO. (laughs) That's right. We watch that. Yeah, but not Bill Maher. Do you watch Bill Maher? Who? Bill Maher. (laughs) uh, We watch HBO. But your mother can't hear it so good. Something happened with her hearing aid. That was the other thing. What? uh, I'm in the middle of a nightmare. My mother went to get her hearing aid adjusted. And and so I don't know what to do. You know, I'm supposed to solve every problem. They look at me like I did something wrong. <laughs> like I'm the Mashiach in my family. You know, I have to solve every problem. She, they made, Her hearing aid was fine. She loves it. She goes, I love to watch TV. You know, she didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, she tells me there's a little TV that I bought her. She likes to watch on the little TV. And now they adjusted her hearing aids, and it sounds metallic. It sounds metallic. I can't describe it. It's not the same. It's it's very annoying to watch TV now. I take the sound. So I thought, well, I'll go buy her these extension speakers that you put on the TV. But I did a test, you see. Uh I tested her on the other two TVs that I bought them. And she can't hear those either. Those are annoying as well. <laughs> oh, dear. So I said, Mom, yeah, I could buy you speakers for the TV. I don't want that. Why not? I don't like it. I go, listen, <laughs> I would buy you speakers, but it doesn't make sense to. God, I don't want them. No, I said, because if you can't hear the other two v- TVs, it's clearly your hearing aid that's fucked up. I know. But we went to the woman three times already. And I told her they did something to the hearing aid. But she tells me it's the same, but it's not. I've been three times. I don't know what I'm going to do. I give up. I said, listen, why don't you go to a different audiologist and let them hear? We don't, who am I going to go to? I go, you live on Long Island. There's 50 million audiologists. Maybe they could help you. Well, I have an appointment with the other doctor, the the the, the ear, ear, nose, and throat guy. And he's going to look at him. I go, when is that appointment? November. I go, November? <laughs> Why don't you go tomorrow? What else do you have to do? No, I don't. He's a busy man. I, so I don't know what to do about the TVs. So now she's not able to watch or she's She's, suffering? I think she's suffering. You know, my mother suffers. (laughs) (laughs) So then I got a lecture on not going to L.A. that I'm working too hard, but I should keep working. I don't know. I'm I'm like rope a doped. I couldn't fix the TV, so I feel like a failure, you know, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, you weren't a hero. No, but even when I am, I don't get enough praise. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it was like old times when I sit there in the kitchen with them and felt like I was right back in the house with them uh, living there. And <laughs> that's why I might be a little shaky this morning. Hello, Howard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Fucking head is spinning.
When did you see them? Yesterday? Yesterday. It was, oh. Yeah. When did I talk to you on the phone? Did I talk to you yesterday or the no, day before? No, no. Yeah. You talked to me before the end yeah, of the you, week. Yeah, you caught me before I went over there. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to go, but. Oh, you have to go. I have to go. Like, I do a surprise check. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You're fine. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I went over at 8 o'clock in the morning. Cause they oh, don't, my God. Yeah. They don't expect me over there at then, you know, and. I don't even know what goes on with that, how they work the telephone because I called, I was driving, I was near their place. So I figured I'll, I'll call my mother. I got to give her a little uh, time, you know, to prepare. Right. So around quarter to eight, I call and the phone picks up and I hello and then they hang up. <laughs> <laughs> so I already know. In my mind, my father must have picked up and he doesn't bother saying anything because he can't hear anything. Right. So then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. And But I call back 20 minutes later and my mother picked up, hello? <laughs> Whenever my mom picks up the phone, it sounds like um, she's just been kidnapped by a biker gang. <laughs> and like she's desperate, you know, like, hello? I think she's always sounds like she's in shock that anyone's calling. You know, it's almost like who died, you know? What's wrong? Right. Yeah. Does that phone not if, ring if the, very often? No, I think the phone only rings when something bad is going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hello? Mom, nothing's wrong. All right. But, yeah, that's that. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, I think uh, you don't give yourself enough credit for having a positive attitude, considering <laughs> the attitude your mother had for all these years. Jesus Christ. Listen, that dude. Is so negative. Oh, my God. But my mother considers herself positive. She goes, <laughs> everyone's so negative. You're going to have a positive attitude. And I'm like, who is she talking about? Oh, my God. It's so ne Everything is fat. And listen with this uh, negativity. <laughs> Enough with your negativity. But she can be negative. And uh, then I told her that one of the kids I grew up with in Roosevelt, uh -huh. he just died. Um, How did you know? I found out on Facebook from his brother. Oh. Yeah. Jerry Dickowitz. Oh, but, you're kidding. You know, remember the guy who was a drummer in my band? Yeah. Yes. He died, and it was it's freaking me out because, you know, he's the same age as me. Right. He died. And what happened to him? I, I don't know, you know. Something happened. You know, I mean, like a... a, a An illness? A heart thing or yeah. something along those lines. I, I didn't know much oh, about it. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. and um, That band can never reunite. And, yeah, and I, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> We're like the Beatles. But, uh, yeah, it was weird. Um, like, I, I don't know why I did this. It was stupid of me. I, and I'm talking... You know what it is? I look for topics to keep my parents kind of... Make sure they're breathing, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> even my mother said afterward, this was good for your father. Get some stimulated. Right. They don't have any topics to bring no, up. No, I mean, they've gone through every topic. They've been married for like 100 years. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, uh, so I said, you know, Mom, uh, hey, uh, sad news, uh, Jerry Dickowitz died. Oh, my God. What happened? And I said, well, he had some sort of health issue, and he passed away. And that, that sent them into a tailspin. Oh, boy. And then they, they, you know, right away it turned into, 
all uh, everybody moved. I said, you know, he had quite a fondness for Roosevelt. Yeah. And she got upset. She, fondness. They all moved away. <laughs> <laughs> go, Started the whole thing. Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> I was just trying to make conversation, you know. And she was like, listen, what's with the fondness with Roosevelt? If they loved it so much, what are they moving away for? I said, well, well, well ma, in all fairness, he was a little boy. His parents moved away. Whenever, whenever I bring up anyone from Roosevelt, if, since everyone moved away, my mother hates anyone who moved away. They're, they're carrying on with Roosevelt. Not one of those children called you up after they left to play with you. Nobody got to use the phone. No, I mean they were they were in fourth grade. <laughs> right at that so, time, you had to ask permission. Oh, my mother's on fire with that. If everyone loved you so much, why didn't they call you? I saw they all moved away. Not one of them invited you over the house. Three blocks away was long distance. Yeah. Uh, well, I go, Mom, uh, listen, uh, who knew we could pick up the phone and call each other? But you couldn't. Your parents wouldn't oh, my let parents, you. Oh, my father would not. It would show up on the phone yeah. bill. You know who was your friend? Me. <laughs> I'm your only friend. Sat there in the house with you. But you were a good boy. You never complained. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> was it a pain in the ass? <laughs> well, you sure complain now. Hey, Mark. Hey, now. What's up? Hey, uh, with this Metamucil, are you, are you forced to taking shits at work? or what's No, going? no, 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 no. I shit once a day, but it's a big old shit. It's like wild. I'm like, I talk to it. I'm like, whoa, Metamucil, you're doing your job. And, and you're only taking the Metamucil in the day or, or at night now? In the morning, I, I break up my crackers into my yogurt. Okay. And I make a big All duty, right. a big fluffy duty. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see it. It's unbelievable. No, Robin. we don't have to see it. Pop, Robin, <laughs> you want to go on it. You'll love it. I got a question. You, you, uh, you've been on vacation with Beth. Maybe back in the day, you had a room that wasn't quite so large. What did you do with like the bathroom situation and you know trying to? Keep I'm a successful guy. We always get two bedrooms, so Beth can take you know whatever the hell she does in her right. private area, and then I have my private area. And like when you wake up, we're planning the trip to LA. We got our it's set up, and uh, yeah. Beth was like, "Make sure we get that extra bedroom." She doesn't want the extra bedroom; she just wants the bathroom, Ever, extra bathroom, in case yeah. she has to take a dump. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, are you are you ripping farts? Uh, where are you from, Massachusetts? Who says farts? Of course, it's a fart. You fuck <laughs> fart. He can't help uh, it. You uh, ripping farts? Uh, you ripping farts? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. No, no, no. Because of the Metamucil, you mean? Well, I mean in general, but yeah, because of the Metamucil. Yeah, I'm a little gassier. I'll give you that. I got to okay. tell you. Uh, I mean, how does how do you protect Beth from something like that? No, I mean, I you know I toot when she you know she's always busy with cats. We have so many cats in our house mm -hmm. for you know that we yeah we foster. She right. goes, um, I'm just going to go in the other, uh, in your, and we call it my parents' room, even though my parents have never stayed over, <laughs> except once, you know, but, but we named the room my parents' room. It was built for them because we figured they would go to visit us, but they don't. And uh, she goes, and so we have cats living in there now. Um, and she goes, I'm going to go feed the mama cats. And as soon as she says that, I'm like, as famous as you are, you're forced to hold it. Of course, man. My wife, listen, I want romance with my wife. I had romance with her this weekend. That's it. That's the answer, my brother. Yeah, I had romance. So, uh, you know, if she if she if she had to smell my farts, forget it. I would never get laid.
Right, right, right. All you right, thank it. you. All right, you're annoying. Um, yeah. As soon as she goes, I'm going to go feed Mama and her babies. So as soon as I hear the door like shut, I go. She never turns around and comes back. No, 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 right no, 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 no. I go like this. Like she forgot something. Yeah, and then it's like, wait a second. <laughs> it's like everything just comes out. Because after dinner, we always go and sit on the couch together and. You know, we get on our phones and I read Instagram or, you know, Twitter. And if she ever does come back real fast, I blame it on the cats. I go, one of oh, the my cats, God. I go, one of the cats really smells. How funny. could the cat do that? <laughs> I go, mm. This little thing. No, our cats do fart. Yeah, but not like that. <laughs> In case I shit my pants, I always have cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're planning our trip to LA and we got the two, we get, we always get an extra little bedroom, but it's for the bathroom and Beth sets up in there and she can do it. I don't know. She claims she barely dudes. I even told her to go on the Metamucil. She didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? She claims she never shits. I believe her. Well, I mean, that would be an uncomfortable person. What happens when you don't? Oh God, I love, I love it. <laughs> Makes me so happy when I go. So, uh, yeah, Marianne, hi. Yeah, Howard, I am so sick of the Emmys. They suck. And Patricia Arquette, a couple of months ago, is, is preaching that she feels so bad she's white and she's privileged. And wow, 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 she feels that bad. She should give it up and she should go work in the Peace Corps somewhere. Right. I mean, I am she should so go in blackface. Well, Try right. living like I mean, that. You no, know, Howard, I'm being serious now. Okay. This woman is getting on a pulpit. Yes, I know her family's transgender. That I feel very. Give me David Arquette anytime. She's an airhead. She's going up here. <laughs> she she's white and she's privileged. And I like her. Actors and actresses. She's a good. She's that. a good actress. But, but Marianne you know does what? make a she point. You know who I was kind of like bummed out with that RuPaul. First of all, they're heaping awards on that show. Right, I, it's I've a watched, terrible show. It's a horrible show. Like I love drag queens, and I sure. I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and uh, the show is so insufferably long and so poorly produced, and they're heaping awards. And then I don't know. I, I he got up there. Oh, I wait. thought he was being a little a little too much attitude. But that's just when me. Ru gets an award in the same like you know room that Peter Dinklage does, right, Robin? It means nothing. It's a whole bunch hmm. of crap. That's an interesting right. point. You make a good point. Oh, oh, look at you on, on fire with the Emmys. Oh, Howard, I'm on fire, but wait. Now we got into get into Demi Moore had a threesome. Get Brent in there today. Did you hear that this weekend when Ashton Cook yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the news? How hot is that? Well, I, it was hot so enough funny. to ruin the marriage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, so yeah, sweet. that's true. I'm going to Debbie Moore. But, um, you know, Marianne makes a point. I was reading something this weekend and it said, you know, feeling guilty is a good way of, of proving you're a good person with, you know, right. in spite of having not done anything or done something. Yeah, well, that's the Roosevelt thing. That's why those speeches get set me off. Yeah. Especially Michelle Williams. Like your heart is in the right place, even though you've done nothing. Black women, women of color need money. All right, honey, we know. I still say you'll move out in the middle of the night if I put you in a black neighborhood. I don't, that's the true test. Trust me. 
That's the litmus test. Well, you know, they don't have to move out because Will Smith is moving next door. Right. Oh, no, we like life, but Will Smith just moved next door to me in Bel Air. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race won 13 Emmys. Uh, last night? Well, it, Oh, over, it, the, t- over yeah. the course. For this year. Four. You would think this was the greatest show on television. And I've not seen it more than once. And I love RuPaul, but I'm not watching that. I tried watching it. I love drag queens. A bunch of whiny people going, I can't do that in that short of time. If Michelle Williams moves to Compton, then I'll respect her. Then she can talk about black people. The only white person I know that's entitled to talk about black people is me. Nope. It's Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda? No, not even her. Not even the great Jane she Fonda. She adopted a black child. Oh, well, that's pretty <laughs> and good. And didn't even advertise it. Yeah, that is, you didn't know it. That's pretty good. But <laughs> I still say she'd move out of a black neighborhood. No, she wouldn't. Yes, she would. She moved out of a mansion. She drove herself to the Academy Awards because she didn't want to live better than the people she was an activist with. Hey, Eric. I'll get back to the Emmys. Hey, now. Yeah, hey, now. Hey, uh, quick question, Howard. Um, I know I'm a big, huge Rob Zombie fan like yourself. Right. And I know you, you haven't got together with him lately. But this trip you're going to L.A., uh, he just had his big premiere last week with his new movie. Uh, what movie what? is that? Three from Hell. Yeah. Another horror movie? And it is. It's a follow-up to House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, okay. And Rejects. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, it just premiered last week. And then... Sid Haig just passed away on the 21st. Who's so, that? Um, uh, he's in the, those movies. He's a real good friend of Rob's. All right, what, do you want, what, do you, what do you want to say here, Eric? I'm getting nervous. You want him to pass along know. something for you? What do you want me to do with Rob? No, no, no. Wanted, wanted to know if when you were in L.A. you were going to try to get together with him since you haven't seen him in a while. Listen, i got to make an announcement. People who live in L.A., they got to all leave me alone. People of Earth. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I have heard from so many people contacting me. You want to get... I hear you come in L.A. You want to get together. I, I don't have time to get together with anybody. I'm working. I told man. my wife this. I said, because she's like, we should make dinner plans. I said, I'm in work mode. I need to go to right. bed early. She goes, you're going to need to eat dinner. I go, people don't want to eat when I eat. Let me alone. Ahead, let me alone. Let me be, will you? You know, Jimmy started, you want a party? I go, no, I don't want a party. I want to work. You're turning into your mother. You know? I want to pretend I'm not now. Like, shut up. What's the matter with you? <laughs> How can I avoid being like my mother? Oh, that's right. I'm not in therapy right now. I'm on the radio. That was the question I had for the therapist. Let me oh, say did that you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I know I'm like my parents. I, I, listen, when I'm when I'm working out in L.A., I, I got to work. I, I don't know. I can't I can't go have fun. You know what I'm saying? There's no fun out there. It's work. I, I know. Do- I was relaying one of those messages, and I said, oh, this is yeah, Robin started a in lead me. balloon. <laughs> Robin goes, when we're out there, maybe we'll get together. It'll be me, Dr. Agus, and you and Beth, and we'll all get together. I said, listen, I, I love Dr. Agus. <laughs> I, I sit at, the, at that guy's feet and listen to him all day about uh, everything. But I got to work. How am I going to see Dr. Agus? He already knows it was a long shot. I heard from everyone. Like, I heard from uh, JJ. I love JJ. Oh, I'm, my goodness. I was thinking about JJ yeah, the but, other day. But I don't have time for dinner. You know me. I'm busy. Busy preparing the show. 
People think this kind of radio is just done on the fly. <laughs> uh, anyway, getting back to the Emmys. Let's see if I can. Since people want to talk about it, and I pulled a couple. Of so clips. where was this RuPaul attitude? What did you think that I when don't he know. was saying his thank you? I didn't think he, he was, wasn't. No, he, not a, I don't know. He was presenting with Zendaya. Boy, that Zendaya is some good looking. Yeah, woman. I saw that. Oh my god, how old is that girl? She's about twenty, twenty one yeah. at this point, I guess. I mean, she looks. Like, I, you know what? I watched her in. Uh, I watched the new Spider Man. Yes. Finally figured out how to get that. Boy, that was good, that movie. It was. Yeah. They made a really good Spider-Man movie. What's it called? Spider-Man in Europe or Homecoming? something? Homecoming? Homecoming. Spider-Man goes to Europe. Far from home? Far from home. Right. Oh, that's what it was. Did you like, see it, Gary? Homecoming. I did not. Yeah. Zendaya's his girlfriend. Like, that's believable. And you know, <clears throat> the one believable thing is she figures out he's Spider-Man, then all of a sudden she's into him. <clears throat> but he's such a putz. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. Who he's, told you? <laughs> right. She's 23. He's yeah. in a great show on HBO, Howard, called Euphoria that I think you would love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone tells me about it. But then when I lay down and watch TV, I forget I forget to watch it. <clears throat> I need one of you guys with me at all times when I watch TV. Because <laughs> Beth and I lay in bed. You know what we started watching? Because I couldn't find anything else. I'm watching this show about people who are over 600 pounds. Oh, my God. And they got to get that weight loss operation. It's the greatest fucking show ever. It's you every, love to just see oh, people yeah. all messed up. I know. I made the mistake. Of tell, I go, Mom, I'm watching a good show on TV uh, with people 600 pounds. My father goes, I watched that. My mother <laughs> goes, I wouldn't watch that ever. I go, why not? What people do to themselves, 600 pounds, who could watch that? What they're doing to themselves. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm kind of together. Because the whole time I'm sitting there screaming at the TV and Beth, I go, why don't they just stop eating? <laughs> Very funny. That That's what I do. <laughs> it really works when you do that. Hold on. I got an audiologist on the phone. Don't pay oh. attention to this part of the show. It's just I got to work this out. You're an audiologist? I am. I'm a doctor of audiology. What do you think I got to do with my mother? Well, I really need to see her hearing test. It could be a number of things. It could be the wrong fit. It could be the wrong device. Hmm. It could be that her hearing. It could, it, it could be that her hearing doesn't match the device, or it could be this. A lot of and I'm not just an audiologist. I'm also a sound engineer. I started out actually as a performer. So when I went into audiology, I really look at sound and hearing from a very different perspective than a lot of audiologists do. Hmm. And I'm Where are you? At it. Now, I'm Midtown Manhattan. Oh, how am I going to get my mother there? I go, I go, Mom. That's a major undertaking. Oh, I go, Mom, why don't you go to a doctor in Manhattan? It's too far at this point. She's on, she she's mid-island on the North Shore. You might as well be on Where? Mars. Where? I, no, I don't want to say. True. That's true. That's Okay, well, you can tell me offline or I can email you yeah. because my own parents are in the middle of Long Island. So if necessary, if you can get her into the middle of New York City once so that I can test her, yeah. I can make a home visit because Ooh. if you're the middle of Long Island, North Shore, you're not far from where my parents are, probably. You're probably mm. no more than 15 minutes away. 
and I'm since my mother is ill right now, I'm there a lot. All right, so, hold on. I'm going to get your info. So she needs to come okay. in at least once. What's your name, Dr. Melissa? Yes. All right. Hold on. You might be just the person I need. She's driving well, me nuts so. with this. Yeah, hold on. I can help you. All right, right. Oh, this is this woman's a gold mine. Hold on. <laughs> My mother starts in She's with the me. the answer to a prayer. You're not kidding. Hold on. Yeah, now i got to figure out how to... I said to my mother, why didn't you go to a doctor in Manhattan? It's, listen, at this point, it's too far for us. You think she was walking. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you should. You, you think people were whipping her on her back while she had to walk to the doctor. It's very, very far. Then you get there. And listen, I understand that they're busy. But they keep you waiting in the room for hours. I don't have that kind of energy. And then they get you in there and you feel rushed because you've been there so long. Yeah, but mom, you know, the best doctors are in Manhattan. I'm, I'm biased. Yeah, listen, we can't do it anymore. It's too much. Oh, but, but how are we going to fix your hearing aid? Don't you worry about it. <laughs> I go, yeah, but you haven't stopped complaining about it, and I feel like I could help you. It's almost like waiting is too much work, you know what I mean? Well, that's, yeah, yeah. she's right. She shouldn't have to wait so long, and then she wants to just get out of there because she got, she's got to get home. My mother's not a good advertisement for getting older. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a lot of fun. Listen, I'm ready to go, but who would take care of your father? I've got to stay around for him. Oh, no, oh. she's not talking like that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm making all this oh, up. Oh, my God. Don't worry, Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, boy, you two don't seem like you want to go anywhere. Death can't get a hold of them. They're locked up. <laughs> <laughs> I might try and get her to that. Hey, Gary, make sure you get Dr. Melissa's info. <clears throat> we'll give her a shot. <clears throat> you know. We got it. Thank you. <clears throat> you think she knows her stuff or is she both? Well, she was an engineer <clears throat> first. Yeah, okay. Ran a railroad. Yeah, train engineer, <laughs> I think. Uh, talking about the Emmys, I, I don't know. It, 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 Patricia Arquette, I, I, I was not offended by her speech, but... But the, 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 it wasn't against your politics. Now, RuPaul just seemed like he... I don't know. He seems like he's got a... I didn't, I didn't like how he was treating Zendaya. I thought he was fine. Was he? I saw that okay. segment. Maybe yeah. I, I kind of... I was half asleep. RuPaul, last week you won your fourth consecutive Emmy for Outstanding Reality Host. What are you going to do next? Well, I'm going to give out an Emmy for directing in a limited series or movie. Want to come with? I thought you'd never ask. Oh, Zendaya. <laughs> and the Emmy <laughs> for directing in a limited series or movie goes to... Come on, Zendaya. <laughs> Johan Rank. Yeah. I guess it was okay. Yeah. Right, I was worried about Zendaya. Was all fine. She's fine. Zendaya, where'd she come from? Was she a like Disney? One? I think. Oh yeah, another Disney. Kid. Boy, that Disney knows how to spot them. <laughs> but uh, 
who else was there? There was one woman got up, the woman from uh, Fabulous Mrs. Maisel, who wins every award. Um, she was saying her grandmother was in the Holocaust, but her grandmother just said to the prison guard, they were about to shoot the grandmother or put her in the gas chamber, and she just said, what would happen if I step out of line? And he goes, well, I don't think I could shoot you. And then somehow she got out of the Holocaust, which I don't, I don't, I need more explanation on this story because it sounds like out of Hogan's Heroes. Like she went up to Schultze or something and said, uh, hey, you're not going to put me in the gas chamber. Hogan, I'm putting you in the gas chamber if you act out one more time. Did you hear that speech? No, I was probably asleep by then. What do you think of this? To every woman on the Maisel cast and crew, to my mother, where are you on you come? To my grandmother, uh, Naji, they are immigrants. They are Holocaust survivors. My grandmother turned to a guard. She was in line to be shot into a pit, and she said, what happens if I step out of line? And he said, I don't have the heart to shoot you, but somebody will. And she stepped out of line. And for that, I am here. And for that, my children are here. So step out of line, ladies. What do you mean? You're in line to be shot. She stepped out of line and what? They just let her walk away? Uh, apparently, nobody else noticed. What kind of Nazi 